Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again. And we have uh, turned the pages to another New Testament book, the book of 1 Peter. Uh, we're going to take two days uh, to cover this marvelous uh, letter uh, from that uh, bold and courageous and, yes, quite outspoken apostle Peter. And so today we'll do the first two chapters, and tomorrow we'll do the uh, final three chapters of uh, this book written uh, by the Apostle Peter, likely written uh, while he was in, he was in Rome. Uh, in, in chapter 5, he describes himself as having, uh, or, or that he was in Babylon. And I think most people take this to understand, not uh, in uh, uh, Babylon on the Tigris and Euphrates, uh, and not an obscure Babylon in northern Africa, uh, but it is a, a code word, it's a symbolic word, descriptive of Rome, uh, maybe uh, using that uh, so that uh, no one will actually know where he is because uh, he is living uh, through uh, the time of great persecution under the hand of Nero, and he and the Apostle Paul both will be executed uh, there uh, in Rome. And so uh, Peter uh, writes, uh, in, in the crucible of affliction uh, and writes uh, to uh, the church and describes the church as the elect exiles of the dispersion. And here uh, and throughout the epistle, he's going to use a lot of language that informs us that we, the new covenant people of God, uh, are indeed uh, the new people of God, that Israel has lost its priority uh, in terms of its relationship with God. The Old Covenant uh, era has passed. We live in the New Covenant era, and uh, the church, indeed, is the temple of God. We are the people of God. We are those to, that are charged with the responsibility of proclaiming uh, the message of the New Covenant, the message of forgiveness through the person and work of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so the letter opens as uh, does many epistles identifying its author and its addressees. He speaks of the uh, nature of salvation. And uh, interestingly enough here, beginning in verse 3 of chapter 1, uh, he uh, develops that um, uh, uh, that salvation is a Trinitarian work, that all three persons of the Trinity are involved uh, there in the, uh, the work of salvation. And so uh, we see uh, that and that uh, the, the prophets were looking forward uh, to what Christ would accomplish. They spoke of Him. And then a call uh, to sober living, to preparation uh, for action. And then once again in chapter 2, the, these appeals to the imagery of the Old Covenant and says uh, those images which foreshadowed the church have now been fulfilled in the church through the work of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so those things being said, let's look at verse 22 of chapter 1 and make some comments. One of my favorite portions of this letter, which is, uh, like many of the epistles, some of my favorite to be found in the New Testament. Verse 22, Having purified your souls by obedience to the truth for a sincere brotherly love, love one another earnestly from a pure heart, since you have been born again, not a perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and abiding Word of God. For all flesh is like grass, and all of its glory like the flower of grass. The grass withers, and the flower falls, but the Word of the Lord remains forever. And this Word is the good news that was preached to you. 
So speaking confidently of the fact that those that he is addressing uh, have been born again, that is, they've purified their souls through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, obedience to the truth, like Paul can speak of the obedience of faith. And that has been characterized uh, by uh, a commitment to brotherly love, and he exhorts them to indeed uh, love one another. And then speaks of the reality uh, that if they have been purified, if they have been forgiven, uh, if they are, uh, again, believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, they have been born again. Uh, this work of regeneration or the new birth is the work of God uh, that comes to us uh, through the operations of the Word and the Spirit of God. Here he describes, as, it, as the New Testament does in a couple of places, uh, the Word of God is described as the imperishable seed of this new birth, that, uh, that uh, there is a supernatural aspect to the Word of God. Uh, as Paul wrote in, in Romans 10, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, that there is a supernatural encounter uh, that causes this thing that we call the new birth uh, that, that comes about uh, as we hear the Word of God. Even when we can't hear in our unregenerate state, we keep proclaiming that truth of God uh, so that God, through His Spirit, would make alive uh, that which is dead so that uh, people will hear and respond in faith to the message of the gospel. And this uh, Word of God is enduring, is abiding. Men and women come and go. Uh, the flesh of men, uh, uh, we mature and then we decay. We pass from the scene and we're soon uh, forgotten after we pass off the scene. Like uh, the flowers of the seasons, uh, they, they grow and they're beautiful and as they mature, uh, but they are soon forgotten because they pass away and pass uh, to uh, the dust. These, the grass and the flower withers and falls, but be assured. The Word of God stands forever. God stands by His Word. God will use His Word to build His church until Jesus comes back. Of that we can be sure that the Word that He has given us in His Old and New Testament is sufficient and effective for salvation. It will not return void. And indeed, it is the imperishable seed. It is the causative uh, uh, agent that the Holy Spirit works deeply into the heart and minds of men and women and boys and girls to bring about this thing that we call uh, the new birth. And so the Word of God is essential if we are to see people saved. That's why the Apostle Paul can uh, write in 2 Timothy, preach the Word whether it makes people happy or whether it makes it sad, makes them sad, in season or out of season, preach the Word. And so we, we do that because it is the only thing God has given us that we may preach so that men may be saved. I pray that this is a blessing to your day and look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.